So here's the big question. How do mortgage brokers like us, who are in the trenches every single day, how do we consistently grow our business every year without working 60 hours a week? How do we get our skills and expertise out to the world and still have a life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I am Ryan Wiley, and welcome to the 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Good morning. Welcome to 12-Hour Broker Podcast. West Coast Wiley here, or maybe it's Whiteboard Wiley. I've been using a whiteboard quite a bit. Love me a good whiteboard. Awesome. I love some of you get that in your office, like one of those big ones that you can flip around. It's on wheels. You can move around. Drives my wife crazy. She's not a big whiteboard person. It's all about the, how does it look? What's the feng shui? You know what? Feng shui, shmeng shui. Whiteboard it is. I love to get ideas down. I can map it out. Um, yeah, I like it. If anyone listening to this, I would love to be able to map things out. I have a Android tablet, a Samsung tablet. I'd love to be able to map it out using some app, drawing something that would show up on my computer screen so that I could be doing training. And so if someone here, it's not the purpose of the podcast, by the way, but I'll get to that. Uh, can you message me, please, Facebook, uh, and let me know what that app would be and how to actually get it on to the computer. If you can make a video, if you do it already, if you know, if you could, someone point me in a direction. I would love to figure that out. Okay, on to the podcast. Um, okay, I want to chat about a couple things. These are more mindset things, regardless if you're brand new in the industry or you're doing 100 million. These it's going to apply to everybody. Um, this is going to be like just a couple. They kind of relate, but they also just don't relate. Um, just stuff that goes, you know, bangs around in my, in my noggin, um, and talking to people, just, I see, I see patterns of stuff. Those who can recognize patterns, like you're ahead of the game from other people. That's not what the podcast is about either, but I'm on, you know, I just get enough reps in because I get to talk to enough people and I get to see people's businesses and how they're operating and what they're, the downside, the upside, the good, the bad, the ugly. I get to see it all. Um, pretty fortunate there. And so I start seeing patterns. And one thing I want to mention is <clears throat> there's this, you know, we're in a commission-based business, obviously. We have the ability to go and earn. Now, this is my mindset. I'm not saying, hey, you all need to think this way. I just, I love hearing other people's perspectives on things. So I'm going to give you my perspective on this. We can earn unlimited amount of money in this business, right? Too many of us set our sights way too low. And we go, hey, if I can just earn $100,000, if I could just earn 200000 and work a little less, and just, and I'd be happy with that. Once you get there, I promise you, I've been there, I've had those same conversations with myself. Once you're there, you're like, huh, that actually was way easier than I thought to do that. Once you're there, getting there, you're pushing a rock up a hill most days, right? Once you get there and you make that 100000 you make the 200 you make the 500 you're like when you're there, you're like, huh, that was easier than I thought. And so a lot of us are spending our time and energy on keeping, comes, I told you this is going to be, we're kind of going scatterbrain here, okay? But there will be value in here. There will be some gold nuggets in here. Listen to this podcast enough, you know, I eventually bring it full circle to something, okay? It's that bring, brings it back that old mentality of, hey, like I want to move to, let's move to Saskatchewan and I'm just using Saskatchewan as an example. 
let's move Saskatchewan uh, because it's $300,000 to buy a home. So it keeps our expenses low. I get that if you're on a fixed income. I get that conversation. I get that, how you're piecing those pieces of the puzzle together there, connecting those dots. I get it. But when you can earn unlimited amount of money, and then you set your sights so low and you try to set your, I feel like you're setting yourself up to fail by trying to keep your expenses so low. There's a reason the home is $300,000, right? There's a reason. Now you can go with anything in life. There's a reason why it is. it costs what it costs. In that example I gave you, well, that home's probably going to be worth three hundred twenty-five after 10 years. There's very little money to be made there. And you're also probably living in, you know, it's if you put on a scale of, all the places to the ideal destinations to live in Canada, that might not be one of them. I'm not saying this about Saskatchewan. That was just an example I pulled out of my head. So don't come after me for that. Um, but it's like, so that mentality of, hey, I'm going to go out to this small town and we're going to live there because it's it costs less. It's like, why don't you focus that energy, all that energy, that mental energy, that stress, everything into building your business. So because you can make unlimited amount of money and then you can live wherever you freaking want and you can live in whatever house you want. You literally get to pick. It's a choose your own adventure. But if you come out of the gate and you try to keep all your expenses so low and you try to negotiate with Bell on the phone for an hour and a half over $20 a month, right? Save 240 bucks a year, which is a write-off by the way. It's a freaking write-off. And all that energy you're spending to keep all those things, those checks and balances in your world all low so that you don't have to succeed in the business. Right? You see where I'm going here? How I'm bringing this? It's like, man, you got to flip that thinking. You got to be like, I'm going to go live the life I want. Maybe you're not. Hey, I'm going to bring it to wine because I love wine. Don't go drink the $100 bottle of wine, but also don't drink the $10 bottle. Go drink the $25 bottle of wine. Even if your lifestyle says you should you should be affording the 15 or 20. Go drink the 25. There's something that happens here. It forces your hand. It puts some pressure on you to make shit happen. If there's no consequence of your business not su- succeeding, it's going to be hard for it to succeed. It's true. It just won't. There's some science behind this, some psychology behind this. I don't know any of that. I just know I live in this world. This is how I've done it. I know many, many other people that put themselves in uncomfortable situations because it allows them to go perform. It, the pressure's on. So this is how you got to think. If you're spending all your time and energy trying to get all your bills lower, your house, where you're buying your house lower, and like all the people around you are, they're not sacrificing stuff, but maybe they are, but they're kind of on this little journey of you to try to keep things tight and nice over here. Just so you, if you shoot for the stars and you miss... And you want to make 300, but you end up making 60, it's okay. No, it can't be okay. It literally can't be okay to make, to shoot for 300 and make 60. That's not a win. 300 and make 100. That's not a win. 300 make 250. That's a win. Right? That's the mentality you need to have. Because in this business, it is way easier than you think to get there. But we spend way too much energy thinking about how to set ourselves up in case we fail, right? Worrying about, oh, just in case, I'm going to do all this work though and I'm going to, I think, or I'm going to tell myself that story, but I'm, I just want to make sure over here, just in case I don't, I need to make sure we're covered. It's like, do you see how that's backwards? 
right? That's, you know, I've never thought that way. It's like, this is, I don't have a choice. There's no, like, I want to go, we want to move to that place and I want to live there. So how do I get there? That's it. There's no, it's like I get there or I don't, but not getting there isn't even an option. So I'm going to put the wheels in motion to go get that. I'm going to put, and just, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to freaking figure it out. And that's what we have the ability to do in this business. You have the ability to make as much money as you want. Now, we all have glass ceilings on how much money we can make. We do because a lot of us are just one man, one woman bands. And you can only make so much with just you humming along with all this paperwork and all the steps and BD and the sales and the marketing, like everything. You can only do so much. Then eventually you have to leverage. You have to maximize the amount of time you're spending and your output from that. And then that becomes leveraging things. So it's leveraging time, leveraging money. Leveraging algorithms, leveraging stuff. So we all have this ceiling of how much we can make, but you can go make half a million dollars by yourself, one man, one woman band. You don't need help on that. You'll pull your hair out at some point, but you could literally do that. So why are you setting up your day-to-day family stuff as if you're only going to make 80 or 100? And maybe you're on a different level. Maybe it's you're making 400 and you're living the life of 400, um, and you're like, ah, I'm just going to stick here because this feels comfortable. Like, why can't you just, if, if you want, why don't you go try and make seven, 700,000? Now, that example sounds a little more off when I use that because you're like, hey, well, 400,000 is a pretty good life, Ryan. Absolutely. 1,000%. 1 million percent. This is more directed towards the, the other side, the lower side of the scale. Um, so I think too many of us are just setting our, you could, the people are setting the goals, but then they're okay if they don't get there. Because we're living in a $300,000 home. That's why. Right? Go buy the $500,000 home. Guess what happens? A fire gets lit under your ass when you realize you have to make that. And if that's not how you're wired and that doesn't work for you, that's okay. But there's other people who are setting it up that way, the psychology behind that, that they will make that four or 500000 a year. Because they had no choice. Too many of you have... You have, it's, it's very comfortable. If you fall, you don't make it. You've got this big cushy mattress or couch and you fall onto it with big pillows and you're like, ah, it's okay. Right. Remove that. I want you to fall on the ground and whack your head. So I wanted to throw that out there. An example of how, you know, I've always, and I know, and I'm not speaking myself. There's a lot of people that do it this way. First off, this podcast brought to you. See how I just went, I just looked down and forgot I had a coffee and a sponsor. Uh, they're tight if they, they listen to this if i don't come in there with that like i got a contract right it's it's a handshake but kind of okay this podcast brought to you by americano it's a two sipper because i waited so long 10 minutes and i'm supposed to have the first thing within the first 10 minutes my bad okay so you make make yourself more uncomfortable i think is where i'm going right? Make yourself a little more uncomfortable. And I'm talking from a bill perspective, right? Don't start penny pinching in case mommy or daddy doesn't, doesn't do well at their job. (laughs) That's not, it's like mommy or daddy should not have a choice to do well at their job. And if you wake up every day with that mentality, you will change your, your business uh, a lot quicker for the better. Okay. Okay. That's one thing I want to chat about. Next thing I want to chat about is 
a lot of you are so close to gold, you don't realize it. A lot of you are like literally one call away from changing your life. I'm going to talk about two things here. I'm going to start talking quicker because I want to get this in. I want to respect your time here. Um, I, you know, a lot of us just don't do things. We don't make that call. We don't put ourselves out there. We don't, like, once again, we're in a commission-based business. At some point, you have to jump off the ledge. You can't keep walking along the ledge with this big cushy thing to fall on, a big air mattress below you. At some point, you have to pop the air mattress, and then you have to jump and know it's going to be okay. You have to put yourself out there. And so I'll give you a couple examples. You know, one call can change your life. And I've heard this so many times from so many different people. Um, I made two calls in my life that changed my life. Um, one was when I first got in the industry, and I highly suggest everybody do this. When I first got in the industry, um, I started reaching out to brokers. I said, hey, I'm not going to go figure this out by myself. <laughs> like, there's someone that's already got the answers here, um, but I need a mentor. I need someone, but I understand for me to ask, hey, you want to be my mentor? It's like, nah, why? Like, what's in it for me? So I reached out to three people um, where I lived is in Toronto, reached out to three people, sat down with three of them. And I basically said, Hey, I want to come in and I want to learn. And I will, for lack of better words, I'll be your bitch. <laughs> I'll just come in every day, shirt and tie, and I'll learn. And in exchange, I will help you. You show me what I need to do to help you for the first 30 days. I'll do it for free. And then after that, I want to be paid nominally. Nominally? Nominally. Not a lot. I want to be paid not a lot. Like, like way under what you'd pay someone else. So at least I've got, that helps me, like, I get a little money, tiny bit of money. I'm going to help you because I'm just going to be, I'll be your bitch. And I'll do it for a year. I'd even sign on for longer than that. If it's the right mentor, I'd sign on for two years. I'm still going to be able to run my files and grow my business as I see fit. But I will take over this part of your business. And I want to listen to you on calls. I want to be a part of your strategy calls. I want to see the lenders, how you structure things. I want access to your files because I'll work them. Like I'll do everything. I will throw myself in the world, into this world. In the first 30 days, I'll come in and I'll just show you what I do. I'll be a fly in the wall. You show me and then we'll make a decision if we want to keep this going. So I put myself out there and I came with that deal. And thankfully I got someone and he was awesome. And he's literally why I'm standing here today, because of what he showed me. And he took me under his wing. And then it ended up being I was running his files. And I was doing some underwriting, mostly fulfillment. But my exposure to files I got was phenomenal. And so if you're someone sitting here doing 40, 50 million, there's people out there that could absolutely come in and help. And then you could help. And you scratch that itch of helping someone. And they're going to help your business on, on the cheap. And they're going to become loyal and stick around and right. And so you guys could build something there. If you're someone who's just getting in, this is 1000% what I would do. So that's one example. Another example was I cold called Scott Peckford one day, had a, an idea. I knew of him from the podcast, never talked to him. Um, but I cold called him, said, Hey, I've got an idea about calling, um, clients databases or calling mortgage brokers databases, like calling clients. He's like, funny, you should mention that. I've got that on my idea board right here. It's like, let's chat about it. I said, okay. We started a company. That company did okay for a little bit. We wound her down. And then VIP Club. He built VIP Club. 
And then I bought VIP Club. And then, see where this is going? To VIP Club. Then he started 10 loans a month. And I started coaching in there. And then I bought 10 loans a month. And now I do training and coaching. And now I'm in my wheelhouse. That's what I do. That's what I was meant to do. And that all came from a call. Someone reached out to me on social media. Another example. I won't use names. Try not to use names here. Um, reached out to me on social media and ended up coming to work with me. And then decided to go out on her own. I went out on her own and built a successful business. And now she has a career as a mortgage broker. And, like, and that's just from that one reach out. Right? So I just gave you three examples of how someone's either reached out to me or I've reached out to other people and it's changed my life. Right? Like literally changed my life. Like guess what? I put myself out there. I'm about to start driving again here. So that's why if, if there's like, you're like, hey, are you okay, Ryan? Like you're focused. You're not. It's well, no, I'm trying not to hit like kids. Um, there's some people, I, it's okay if I hit. I'm trying not to take kids, okay? The women and children. Don't, don't, don't hit them. So I'm like trying to tell you here. So we got a couple things. I told you I was going to bring this kind of all over the place. And it was some of us are setting, we're getting, we're not uncomfortable enough. And so it's okay if we don't reach our targets. It's okay. It's okay. We're comfortable. We're good. We're in a $300,000 home. And I use that number. Some of you might be in that home and be like, this is the perfect thing for me. It's like an analogy. It's just, I had to pick something, right? Okay, and yeah, absolutely. There's a bunch of great $300,000 homes in great areas. You're growing, like, so please, I'm just, it's an example. Okay? And then we've got how, like, jumping off the ledge, like, reaching out, that one call. Like, a lot of us are one call away from changing your life. And I don't know what that is. I don't know what that call is. I don't know what it is. We're one call away. Say you're calling, you start calling people. Right? I know mortgage boards just wake up and they're just like, I'm going to call five people. I'm just going to call them. What are you going to say? I don't know. I don't need scripting. What are you going to say? If someone calls me and it's scripted, I know it's scripted. So how about I just call and go, hey, it's Ryan. I haven't talked to you in a while. Are you okay? Everything good? Do you have any mortgage questions? Like, I don't know. Like, just be real. Like, anything I can help you with? No? Okay. Hey, Tom. I just hope everything's cool, man. Or yeah, yeah I had this question. I had this question about my HELOC. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What's the question? Yeah, yeah, I do this, blah, blah, blah. Okay, hey, you know what? Come think of it. My cut, this is like real stuff I'm telling you. That's why it's rolling off my tongue so easy. Uh, yeah, my, my my cousin, I know he's looking for more. I just saw him uh, on the weekend. I know he's so, hey, is it cool if I connect you? Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Why don't you send an email and introduce the two, two of us and I'll take it from there, right? See how I just went into boom, send an email. Not like, yeah, just give him my info. Please don't tell him. Send an intro email. It could be something super easy. I'll take it from there. Because then they get my my first impression email back within an hour. I don't tell them that, but but these are calls. Like I've done those calls, and that's what it turns into. And sometimes it's nothing. And you're just like, oh, okay, whatever. But you're as long as you're reaching out to people and you're doing it uh, in a manner of helping. Right? Helping people. So I had, if you're listening to this, you know who you are. Someone reached out. Sorry, I got one more podcast or not sponsorship to do here. Uh, American. I'm trying to, I'm going to nip this in the bud in about a minute. Okay. But I had someone reach out to me and they're like, Hey, I, I like your idea of the supper club. That's phenomenal. And I, it, it's a great idea. I'm already in a club. It's a book club. 
Uh, it's a book club for entrepreneurs and successful entrepreneurs. And we read some book, and it's probably not Shapiro book, I guess. But anyways, I already have this group. It's 12 guys, and we get together, blah, blah, blah. How do I, the question was, how do I sort of like start talking to them about like leads and stuff like this? And how do I like, and my advice was, you don't. Like, you just can't. It's, you got to approach them, much like everyone here, if you're calling people, it's not what's in it for you, right? Don't tune in to WIIFM, what's in it for me? It's what's in it for them. If you do that, it comes across from such a different energy and people actually genuinely think you're going to help. And it's like, just peel off two or three of the people out of that group that you resonate with the most from the interactions you've had so far and then reach out to them. Go, hey, can I get your cell number? Or like, And then chow them and go like, how can I help you with your business? I do some things in mind. I've set up my Google reviews. I think that'd be good for your business. I could maybe show you how to do it. Or I have a drip campaign. If the money's in the fall level. Like, do you even have that? Most businesses aren't going to know what the hell that is, unfortunately. I can like show you how to do it. Or hey, I use video in my business a lot. I do. I'd love to show you a couple of ways. Maybe it'd help in your business. There's probably ways that you could do it. It saves you time. Clients get to know you more. Like, see where I'm going? But you're reaching out with that. You're not going, hey, like, let's set up a thing where we each, like, try to help each other with business. No, 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 no. I want to help you. What can I do? What can I, we've all got superpowers. There's something I can do. If it's just bending my ear, if it's, you know, how do I track my expenses as a, a business owner? Is it like, there's stuff that you can help and give people another second opinion on. It doesn't even have to be advice. It could just be a second opinion. They're going to take it and they're going to be like, huh, that's interesting. Or no, I don't like that, but thanks for your time. Like if you're coming from that spot and all the energy you're putting out there, those phone calls you make, they make it so easy. The text that you send out, it's so easy. Like what question do you have? How can I help you? Is there anything I can help with? If my, you've heard me talk about this. If, if my, if an electrician that I've used, if a plumber I've used, any of these people called me and said, hey, Ryan, it's Fred the plumber. I don't know why I picked these old names. I have no idea. It's Fred the plumber. Uh, is there anything that I can help you with? Like, do you have anything in the house that needs attention? I'd be like, holy shit balls, Fred. Yes, I do. I absolutely do. Uh, I absolutely do. I have stuff that you can do. I have a list or you know what? <laughs> I don't Fred, man, I actually don't. Thank God. There's no leaks going on, but my neighbors do. And so here's their number. Call them and tell them I told you to call. They need something. I know they need this, right? Imagine, wouldn't you be wowed? <laughs> Fred, the plumber called electrician, uh, insurance person called. What if you're, what if you're uh, car and auto? car and auto same thing auto and home auto and home insurance broker called and they said hey ryan i just went over your your policy and i just want to let you know you're actually in the best policy like you're in you like i, I tried to cross-reference it like what was a broker right i cross-reference it with some other insurance companies that we deal with them and you're actually in the best i just want to let you know man because i'm sitting there going shit i don't know if i'm in the best policy none of us know we don't know what's out there we don't want to spend the time to it. it's exhausting it's a lot of work but if someone was to just call and tell me, I'd be like, yeah. And then I'd be like, huh, you took the time to go do that. You took the time to reach out, helping me. It was nothing about you getting business. It was like, what can I do for you? Pretty cool. Pretty empowering to do that. So please, if you have any take, hopefully there should be a couple, three or four takeaways here. Um, that should be a big one for you, I hope. Um, that resonates with everybody.
Okay. And that messaging should go out in all the stuff you do. Okay. But if it's always about you and it's always about how you can be benefited and how your business can get better and how someone can help you, it's like, man, that just, people don't care. People are going to be realize that you don't care and it's not going to, it's not going to end well. Okay. That's it. Sorry. I'm trying to wrap this up. Um, five texts a day. It could be two texts a day. If you don't have a big role, like two, te- one text a day, do one text a day, text your aunt, say, Hey aunt, I'm thinking of you. How are things? How is that? Okay. Hey, next day, text your brother. Next day, text your favorite underwriter. Next day, text a client that had a rough closing and go, Hey, glad you stuck with me. I hope everything's awesome in the new home. Enjoy your day. Right? Stuff like that. One a day. Do one a day. You'll start seeing that you're like, wow, this is pretty cool. Okay, that's it, kids. Peace out. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.